Hi folks, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit. This is your GM Patrick, and uh, you might be able to tell there's a bit of a frog in my throat as I'm recording this after a weekend of celebrating, uh, gaming, and partying with my friends and podcast mates online. Uh, we had so much big news to announce this week that it's pretty unfair for me to try and sum it all up here in this single intro, but I'm going to do uh, first off, Cosmic Crit is now an officially licensed Paizo partner. Uh, you can read about it on our blog post on Paizo.com from Friday, and in the description, um, we'll have it linked uh, below this episode. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we've been working with the fine folks at Paizo over the years, um, but never officially, but with us having both a Starfinder and now a Pathfinder 2nd Edition podcast under our belts uh, this last year was time to partner up. Uh, the second bit of news that we have is that the CritterCon 4, our online convention dates, have been officially announced. Uh, we're going to be gaming all weekend long online and raising money for Doctors Without Borders on April 23rd, the 24th, and the 25th of 2021. So mark your calendars, save the dates, and you know start putting away a little bit of scratch to donate. Uh, and you do that by you can purchase rerolls in your games uh, or be entered into random drawings throughout the weekend for prizes and boons and gifts galore. Uh, last but not least, our third bit of news is in the Paizo blog post. Uh, and we announced on our Discord, uh, we let slip that Season 4 of Cosmic Crit, which is launching at the end of 2021, is going to see the return of Raimi, Knack, Alindra, Edros, and Andis from Season 1, as they're going to take on the Devastation Arc Adventure Path in a level 13 to 20 storyline. Um, so yeah, this is just too much news for me to dish out just here. We're going to be talking about it all month long over in our fan discord, or if you have questions, you can drop us a line on Twitter or Facebook, all the amazing plans that we have in the works for 2021. They would not have been possible without the support, the love of everyone that's listening right now. Uh, just doing simple things like... Uh, rating the podcast or liking us on YouTube, uh, sharing us with your family and friends over the years. It's all been super helpful and, and a long road from episode zero to where we are right now. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed the ride at, at least as half as much as we all have. Um, but that being said, we still got a, a whole heaping of podcasting left today. This is the start of book five of Attack of the Swarm. We hope you like this week's adventure. It might be episode 51 of this season, but this week's episode is called 50 Shades of Grey Sand. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. It's time to jump, dive, twirl, and grab your way to victory in mini games and races as we all fall face first into Cosmic Fall Guys on this week's episode. I'm your GM, your gate gnashing hero dressed like a unicorn in a tutu. And joining me in failing to succeed 
as the yellow team and egg scramble are my five fellow fallers and guys extraordinaire to my right she can hack her way in and literally fly all the way to the finish line it's rebecca rolling with zinnia hello dirty hacker across from her he's an old-time griefer who waits on the log rolls on the slime climb oh, true delivering echo seven I own this game, but I've never played it. To my right, is he the only one playing defense on fall ball? Come on, guys. It's Tyler dredging up to Vasho. I never want to be on yellow team. Across from him. Catch this teammate's tail and you'll win the entire AP. It's Jabert playing a stressed. Uh, yeah, I just I just hold on to people and just just don't let it move. And then I, I immediately she, fail. <laughs> I don't think Sharon have tails. Uh, and across the digital table, why this little guy grabs onto the shoulders of another player and is dragged across the finish line. It's Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Good evening. Yeah, that game's already in season three. <laughs> uh, this, has been a, this has been a Fall long guys. year. Fall. Long Sorry, what? Fall, Fall guys. guys. Ultimate knock out. When it uh, like Drew, I also own it and I have when, never played it. When it came out, <laughs> it was free game. for any subscribers to PlayStation Plus, so uh, I own the game, uh, but have never mm. actually played the game. It's fun. I <laughs> there are so many games like that on PlayStation Plus because uh, I have PlayStation Plus. I do not have very many friends. <laughs> oh, we're on. <laughs> you do. You just don't friend us. Just I just don't. I just don't hang out with them. <laughs> like Jabert, do I even have your PSN? handle i feel like i feel like i might have seen you online once but that's <laughs> I only play that's Destiny probably, quite a lot so you've probably seen me well, online I was about to say, Miles it's probably it was, it was i was watching i was watching non-stop. netflix at the time if it was yeah i think i think i was actually playing playstation with patrick one time and i i kind of just off and calm went i was like who is blah 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 and why am i friends with them and patrick was like that's jabert and i was like oh <laughs> oh you know what I, I probably am friends with jabert and i just forgot his his username because yeah. we played destiny together before oh gosh years ago but yeah it's hard to find a like game that d1 vanilla <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh no! Yeah, exactly. I haven't played Destiny since I don't know, probably eight years ago. When yeah. did that come out? Eight, eight years, years ago. and a month ago. <laughs> eight <Yeah>. years ago. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. I mean, it was. I I I thought that game was a, was a, a a fun on a bun, but I I just sort of I sort of got into something else. Well, we're all still playing Destiny, so join us. <laughs> well, I mean, but now you're on like the like Destiny like four. Or it's something. fine. It's Destiny fine. Two. We'll talk about this off. Off air, but it is like year seven, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. um, of a 10 year game, <laughs> decade long game. I don't play Destiny either, but I do I know, play Starfinder, I... which is what we're here to play right now. So, Patrick, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> let's talk about other video games for a half hour. Uh, no, um, we can play Starfinder, but first, we got to get a mini reminder from the universe best mini detective and cosmic critter extraordinaire Sprouts Marlow. Find out what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. All right, so it was Iron Banner. No. Um, <laughs> thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Back to the Temple Center, and Tuba isn't done with her ceremony. Worse yet, the bug's magical malarkey has drawn in a big palooka to come and insult the trucks. Dissolver looked tough, but my first shot nearly knocked its block off. Flapped its wings and speed acid, but we took it down this swarm, like all the others, with panache. 
Afterward, Tuva handed us the crown of Hylax, opened the doorway. We all stepped through. And I can't even begin to explain to you where we all are now. You can't explain it because you don't understand it. None of you can. Uh, I don't have time to explain what I don't have time to explain. (laughs) Too many Destiny references. Uh, You all indeed (laughs) beat book four last week. And after three episodes of trials and as many episodes as a a frontal assault from the swarm, uh, you guys leveled up to level nine and stepped through that, that gateway, that, that ritual into the unknown. So we're going to get back into that right now. I'm just trying not to sing some frozen. (laughs) You guys (laughs) have found yourself in a precarious position as we start book five of the attack of the swarm AP. Woo. This is called exclamation point. <laughs> exclamation point. Important. Woo. You, you have to read it with the exclamation point. Right. It's in there for a Otherwise reason. it doesn't count. Uh, but uh, maybe this should also have an exclamation point. This is book five, which is called hive of minds. And it's by none other than Thurston Hillman himself. <gasps> the thirsty prepare for to get thirsted. <laughs> Thur- Thurston, Thurston hugs Starfinder players because he knows he's about to end their careers. <laughs> uh, well, we're about to quench this thirst. As this episode begins, we see an endless desert whose sands are white and restless as an eternal wind picks it up and shifts its face to and fro. The sky above is all but darkness with no light, but this night sky does not seem to descend all the way down to the surface of the sands here where the lighting is normal but extremely foggy. A fog of the mind covers the sands, making them forgettable, and at the same time, as recognizable a place as one you've visited often in a dream. Through the fog, we see a lone figure walking the desert here. Its metallic frame glints with some unknown light source beneath rags and scraps sewn together in a a large poncho. Sitting cocked on his head at an odd angle, it's a piece of jewelry, the crown of Hylax, in fact, as the trinket seems to just keep a, a motley do-rag attached to the metallic frame of none other than the digital face of one Echo 7. Power walking to replenish its own battery. Uh, Echo 7, you have been walking this desert for what feels like months now, finding nothing but the the moments, the memories that you would be able to replay for himself, like reruns of a, an episode of a, a TV show as you march. What kind of classic episodes might Echo 7 pay from his own past to, to keep him occupied as you, you trudge solo through these sands, Drew? Oh, it's been so long and I have exhausted all my dune quotes. <laughs> oh, do I go for Lawrence of Arabia or is that too weird for the times? I just oh, 
So anything from your actual life, the, you know, the <laughs> riveting adventure that we're, we're telling here, uh, you know, with the, the crazy bug army that seems to be invading the universe. Just, it seems like so long ago the, that we're in the temple uh, attacked by a swarm, but trying to collapse tunnels and, and, oh, my mind is so foggy. Just, <sighs> when was the last time you had a good crit? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a, a, a fond memory or, you know, oh, you got snuck, snuck inside Patrick a giant Patrick, you me. My last crit was when I was testing things off air for new attacks. <laughs> <laughs> you scoundrel! The last one that I can like really, really well. Didn't you get a whole bunch of crits in Starship combats uh, against the stellar Protozoa? Maybe, maybe just the one. But anyway, um, <laughs> you're you're replaying all these many great memories, uh, and all you know is every once in a while, perhaps weeks between you hearing this, but there seems to be a, a mind and a connection to a voice. Uh, in, in your own head that seems to be driving you forwards. And sometimes it sounds like your own voice, uh, sometimes one alien and unfamiliar to you. You catch bits of Sheeran in it, but it always says the same thing whenever you're able to to catch it. Just just says, find them all, bring them back. And as the weeks dragged on here, you come to an understanding of why you perhaps were kept in one piece when you guys got to whatever this place is. Your teammates' consciousness was obliterated, perhaps, by this this psychic landscape, but you were kept together in a single persona for this task. <clears throat> what uh, what are you thinking about your, your teammates to keep them fresh in your your data banks? Do you have do you have like snippets of these other four fresh in your mind. Ah, I'll fly away. I'll fly, fly, fly. Oh, I'm on your shoulder, Echo 7. Oh, <laughs> oh let's attack this bad guy. Oh, I'm Devasho. I'm a big guy and I'm going to run off and do things. And trust is going to pray. Well, I didn't explicitly say your character was going insane, but that is what is happening here, perhaps, <laughs> as... Uh, as as you're trudging through the dunes, constantly replaying these memories. Uh, as you're musing on your fate, uh, you realize you have been keeping track of your your distance marched, and you cross over a thousand miles of this desert without finding anything. And comically as as you look down at this little counter on your suit of armor and look back up through the fog you see them you see all four of your teammates the vague outlines of them they don't seem to have aged a bit as you as you march up but they don't seem to be acknowledging one another as they stand and sit beneath a sand dune Oop, let me oh I'll take us there on the map Devasho is on his back, rolling in the sand. Sprouts is walking circles around the group while Zinnia sits in the sand before Trest, who seems to be swinging a sword in their hands, but the his is their their moat is nowhere to be seen, and his hands are empty. What do you want to do here, Echo Seven? When I wake up, 
I know I want to be. I want to roll perception check to see what I see. <laughs> you want to get closer to them because you are still viewing them through a fairly thick fog. Um, and feel free to roll. I've rolled a 27 on perception. Like I said, while it seems like months have passed in your your robotic brain here, um, they they don't seem to have aged a, a day, or they don't seem to be as weathered as you have been um, walking through the desert. They, in fact, you see. The, the last time you saw them, perhaps some of them were still sporting wounds or blemishes from from the attacks of the Swarm Dissolver or some of the other creatures that attacked you in the Forever Reliquary. Those wounds um, seem to be healed up completely. Uh, they seem to be oblivious as well to the, uh, the desert and the sands around them. Can I walk closer? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go right up if you want. Do or say anything else? Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears, for I have found you after walking in the wilderness for so long. Well, they're either ignoring you because of the annoying shtick, or they <laughs> they they are unable to. That's the big to respond. <laughs> yeah. Well, they they don't seem to be yeah aware of your existence here. I tried to pick up sprouts. <laughs> Just like put them on your shoulder. Like, Come on, buddy. Uh, as soon as you touch sprouts, uh, sprouts, we're, we're going to you. And it's been a hard couple of months. Uh, we see you back in Absalom Station uh, on the job, tailing a highfalutin Eoxian uh, ambassador uh, for a pretty big case. So far, your investigations, they've brought up nothing save said ambassador's fondness for his family and his love of a good black milk malt down on level 21. Uh, and it's as you're, you're on the job sprouts following this mark, you get a blast from the past, an old army buddy echo seven visits you and comes up to you as you're you're on recon here in the spike and he echo seven looking pretty worse for wear Jeez, tin can what happened to you and echo seven you're here as well of course and you are pretty sure that you can see like what sprouts is seen now that you've you've laid hands on him but you can also see the edges of it kind of falling away like the the sands of a a timekeeper i just walked 1000 miles and yeah but did you walk 1000 more i i i I couldn't tell if that was patrick coughing or if that was uh echo seven breaking And let me let me get some water here. Um, yeah, Echo Seven, you're pretty sure this is indeed a, a fairly elaborate dream. Sprouts seem to be in. Um, what do you do? You have something that would uh, get Sprouts convince them that uh, this is not happening. Sprouts, friend, how long have we known each other? 
How long have we been friends and partners? That is a good question. <laughs> how, how long have we been friends or partners? <laughs> if you can't answer that question, brother, I worry that we have gone too far. Sprouts looks around and he feels uh, a little discombobulated because uh, as soon as Echo uh, talks, he's trying to remember why he was working this case and he can't seem to remember past a certain point, which which concerns him and, and sends him kind of staring at Echo uh, inquisitively. I haven't seen you in forever. Forever, forever, forever. <laughs> it sounds like Sprouts might have been the best target to start with here as you are already a skeptical mind. Uh, can you make me a, a will save Miles? Uh, can I just glimpse the truth? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have that ability. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I forgot. You, you You just start looking around conspiratorially and be like, no, like, no, no, this doesn't make sense. Pronk every little bit of everything going on around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up what your... the audience doesn't have access to is that this is his interior monologue most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't believe reality. I will, I, will, I will take down that resolve point. Um, but Oops, you can, goes, uh, Patrick, you can tell me what, what I can glimpse. I mean, as soon as you start looking with a, a more critical eye at things, uh, you like notice the the bar you're in, like the table top is like covered in sand, and you feel it gritting between your your flower petals in your your uh, under your hat, and suddenly like everything just starts melting away, uh, the entire world into uh, a giant. Foggy, sandy world where you see Echo 7, uh, just as he did, but behind you, all Devasho, Trest, and Xenia still seem to be locked into some kind of fantasy. Seven, the flame is going on here. Wish I could tell you, buddy, but this is what we got. I'm just glad I could pull you out of there. Um... So, so Echo, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Sprouts would hop on top of Echo, and I, I, I would, I would, he would probably suggest that we, we go for the, uh, the, the, the scientific mind, the, the, the Trixie, Strixie first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you guys want to both go over to to Zenia? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, laying hands on her sh- shoulder, she looks like perhaps she's sitting upright in a chair as uh, you all are teleported to another section of Absalom Station. We see the gleaming, clean, white-walled offices of Quindar Pharmaceutical, a newly formed branch of the shipping conglomerates, recently uh, hired on offices of one of the universe's newest pharmaceutical phenoms. And we see Xenia sitting in an office suite on the 70th floor of the the Blue Rise Tower with a a crystal shelf of numerous industry awards, pack citations, and merit trophies in the sciences kind of propped up behind her. Uh, Xenia, you've taken most of your xenobiological research since the war with the swarm on Susquehanna and gone on to develop advanced drugs and therapies and uh, your assistant buzzes in your next appointment but you also hear her say uh, there's also an 
an entity or two out here. We have Echo 7 and Sprouts who don't have an appointment, but they say they know you from Susquehan. Uh, what's my other appointment? Uh, <laughs> uh, your back rub. <laughs> your two o'clock back rub. Okay. Yeah, send them in. I tell them to, to come back later. I mean, not Echo and, and Sprouts. Bring them on in. So, so is this the back rub? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let's leave Zinnia where she is. She can dream for the rest of the campaign. Uh, yeah, and both Echo 7 and Sprouts, you can tell now that you're going to have to similarly shatter this reality for your scientific friend as soon as you step into this immaculate office. Zinnia, what do you remember? What do you remember about this face and this smaller plant face? Where were you? Are you talking about the whole war against the swarm? Zinnia, I haven't seen you in forever. Are you here for the tour? I can show you what I've done with all the research while we were (laughs) fighting. It, It... Look at all the things that... Let me show you all the samples in in case you forgot. Surely you find this interesting. I mean, like you fought all of these things and look what it has what it has done for us. We've developed all of these new uh, poisons and, and medicines <laughs> based on all of that research. Poisons? <laughs> I haven't seen you in forever. Um... Yeah, no, as you're you're going through your your samples and stuff, a, a truck's eyeball falls out, a slide of an eyeball, <laughs> and you're like, "Well, I'll put that back in there." Um, why don't you make me a, a will save, Zinnia, and see if this is enough? So sixteen, I get a plus two against illusion spells and effects. This is very something similar, and I'm going to give you a bonus here for your your friends who are both calling. Out here. Well, I'm guessing Sprouts is also saying something oh, yeah. Sprouts-like. Uh, but that will be enough, and all of a sudden, things just start uh, making less and less sense. And, like, the memories that you swore you had access to about getting some advanced degrees and getting this job, they will begin to sloth away until... You, the last thing you remember was being in the forever reliquary and then you are now surrounded in a foggy silvery desert with unnatural lighting <laughs> everywhere around you and perhaps are looking at a, a Sprouts and Echo 7 who are as confused as you are while still Trest and Devasho seem to be stuck in some kind of dream world. Zinnia, are you here with us? I am now. I'm a little disappointed. That was a lot of work <laughs> that I thought I did. <laughs> that world that wor- world was way better than this one is. <laughs> it was. It was. It was much, much better. But wait, what was that noise? Uh, I think we should touch Trust next. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Let us free friend Trust from this mental prison that we all seem to be locked in. Perhaps he has some insight into what Hylax may have planned for us. As soon as you guys reach out, kind of grasp at the the sword-swinging arms of your Sheeran friend here, uh, you all are catapulted into to darkness. There is gun retorts, laser fire, 
a grenade explosion far off as we see Commander Trest of the reformed 5th Battalion of Susquehann mid-combat with a a full vanguard patrol escort of the Atlante Empire. Uh, Pirates and Swarm were no problem, but these purple-eyed devils seem to fight with a a righteous zeal. Uh, Trest, your your soldiers, they're, they're pinned down under some heavy enemy fire. You see fear in their eyes, very similar to when you were nothing but a, a sergeant at the, the the early battles of the war on, on Susquehann against the, the swarm. And then so with some magical resolve, you are able to pull from your mind's eye reinforcements of a dozen allies, these small little goblinoid figures with pistols and knives who storm the Aslanti front, and the day is saved by your tactical acumen. And as the Vanguard, uh, Islanti Vanguard retreats to lick its wounds, you're, you're able to recapture a, a colonist base here on a, a distant rock at the edge of the Susquehann system. And when you thought all the action had died down, suddenly walking through the DMZ, you get a, an alarm from your scouts saying, those Commander Tress, there, there's there's a, a few walking through the the the... Our perimeter, uh, they, they've got heavy armor and, and weapons on them, but they don't sound like his auntie. They, they, they say they're old war pals of yours. Uh, defensive positions, they're behind us. Everyone, uh, everyone, uh, get into cover. <laughs> and I summon my sword. You sorry see. to make that, sorry to make that, uh, sound effect. That's what it sounds like. Uh, yeah, and... You grab maybe some binoculars from a, a passing lieutenant and can see. I'm not sure those have been invented yet. Binoculars? Binoculars, yeah. I Pretty think sure I have some binoculars, but... Uh, <laughs> Trinoculars. I've got a few books <laughs> of binicula. Do you want binicula? Mm, that's the one. Uh, yeah, through your advanced v- v- vision machine, <laughs> this the space advanced vision machine, <laughs> you can you, see <laughs> Echo 7 flanked by a Zinniend sprouts on his shoulder, walking to the front lines of this base on the edge of Susquehann. Hold your fire. It's just some weirdos. <laughs> Perhaps looking the same as you last saw them years ago. The end of the war with the swarm. This... The Samaranta is looked looks like he's still kitted up for war with a weapon on his shoulder. Uh, Echo Seven, what do you say to your your old pal Trest here? Trest, sir, we served together in the old days. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. We haven't aged a day. Funny Mr. that, Mister Echo. Funny that neither have you. But again. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, something about his voice. It doesn't sound right. You start feeling sand in your boots. Tress, make me a will save. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, for somehow, I knew I was going to roll a natural one on that, but <laughs> I rolled uh, 20. There we go. <laughs> but to say, you have to open <laughs> fire on them. They're liars. <laughs> Kill them all. Uh, to DC 20 here. So, yes, and indeed, the same way I was described before, slowly all your your company here starts turning to sand statues. And no, my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was uh, what was the name of the 
the guy on Tusculin in book one, the um, uh, the prisoner that you let live. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Who cares what his uh, name is? It's, we're in book five. He was a book one character. We don't remember Rat, him. Rick, Rat, Rick. Rez Junget. Rez Junget. No. Yeah, he's definitely like your uh, your aide de camp. <laughs> he's like your sergeant extraordinary. Like he, he looks at me. He looks at me and what says, he says, he says oh, "Come in, you're dressed. I don't feel so good." <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> you've had like a years and years of friendship with him like and then you like step out it's like wait a minute i don't like raz at all <laughs> that was a total jerk and perhaps waking up into a a better reality where raz is still like on Altranius and you're here with your your actual squad mates a, 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 a kind of better reality where i'm like ah oh, raz is still alive oh thank god and then i think about it and i'm like yeah I guess Raz is still alive. <laughs> but as you snap for me. out of it, you uh, you feel yourself a little lighter as you you check your your gear loadout here in the sand and the incubation pod that uh, contained your your young your the the child that you're are rearing from Ilimchuva and psychically bringing into consciousness uh, is empty, but. As you snap out of it, a little light appears on your shoulder. An idea given manifest as your moat of light seems to have shifted. Now seems to bear that soul in it. That of your unborn Sheeran Pupai. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> your moat. a terrible thing. Your moat son says, birth in sewer. I am here too. Whatever this place is. I was made impossible destroy by a power I don't understand. Unsubscribe. No. (laughs) Father, I am you and of myself, but I'm also a sword. I will will see you through this. I will give you meaning by the death of a thousand swarm. Oh, that sounds pretty cool for a baby, I gotta say. I'll dump a billion lives inside of you, baby, and then you'll be a real person with all the blood that comes with it. Can you also teach me to count? No, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how much a thousand is, so I don't know how many souls I'm sucking into. I'm just gonna kill all I can, and we'll hope that's enough. I'm I'm going to mark lines in the inside of the moat, and every time... You, you you muttered something. It will it'll, it'll be one, right? Yeah, no, is one uh, a number. <laughs> one one is the first number. You'll get the rest. The rest will come to you. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever see. Thank you, thank Uncle you, Echo that Seven. Stay out of this, please. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Actually, he can't. No one else can hear. This is just um, <laughs> this is just for trust, everyone. Yeah, Give um, him this. Um, right, right. Uh, it's. I will, uh, I will indeed uh, confirm that uh, um, the safety that I bring to this galaxy is uh, uh, in dedication to the the safety that I will bring uh, to this soul, and indeed the retribution that I will bring um, for the lives of uh, for his for the lives of his parents. What happened Their to my parents? parents? Uh, no, don't worry about that. That's fine. They're great. Have okay, you ever good. heard of Tahiti? It's great. 
they're there. Rob they're Cole. definitely not on Ilum Chupa and or dead. <laughs> they're, they're definitely not uh, uh, at the bottom of a pile of rubble. It's we, the last place they'd be. We have, well, one of them's alive. Uh, we have one more uh, Midnight Squad member to revive here. And as you guys grasp onto your, your Trox teammate. Yeah, what's up with him? What's up with Devasho? Let's, oh my let's, gosh. Let's nudge this guy. It's great. The long summers of Susculin. We've seen the the long winters, but the long summers can be hot and dreary, but there are patches of days in there, weeks perhaps, where the temperature is perfect, humidity is low, the sky is the most beautiful shade of blue. And uh, it's on those days that uh, uh, Saldun, your husband, would take an extended leave and Devasho, you and the rest of the clan would retreat to a vacation villa on the banks of the Dethamar River. And it's here we find Devasho with a, in a family wrestling match between you and some of the youngest, your eldest son, to the side of the villa, barbecuing a, a feast on a large outdoor pit grill. The other children reading or, or painting with holographic images on the, the paved stones that line the riverbank here. And... Seemingly, sets of uh, variable strangers uh, approach your your compound from from out in the woods. You see old army pals you've not seen since perhaps crossing the Deathamar here in the dead of winter during the swarm invasion. Uh, Echo Seven, flanked by Trest, Zinnia, and Sprouts, and they seem to be fairly sullen, like they're bringing bad news. I think Devasho's pretty dense, so he probably comes up to you guys and he's got, he still has, you know, three kids on him. Uh, and he just kind of looks at you guys and says, You are always welcome here at the, the villa. It is a nice surprise to, to see you all, even though you appear to all hold quite the gloomy continents. I mean, Echo 7 is also wearing what I've described as like Mad Max like rags and things like that post-apocalyptic uh uh ponchos <laughs> he looks at he looks at echo and goes we will get you a change of clothes <laughs> what what can i what can i do for you friends devasho oh, devasho De- oh you look good mate this is my bad australian accent because yeah, we're I, in I the mad you max universe yes You've done many accents since we have been together. Not many of them have been good. But still, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Yes, the last time I saw you was in winter during the swarm invasion. And it is summer now. It has been many months. It has. It has been many months. But still, 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 I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. You must be thirsty. Wait, wait, wait. Because you are not making any sense. First, make me, food a, make me a will save, uh, Tyler, as I know you're going to fail it, and we're going to continue this. this yes, because <laughs> like, my will what. save is the worst. I have to roll extremely well here. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. Never mind. Yes, I rolled extremely well. Oh, so. You've got the best of everyone. Yeah, maybe some part of you like wanted to disbelieve in this this happy ending that you've you've had for years here uh, after retiring from 
the SDF and um, heading back into the, the private sector, things were a lot less hectic. Um, but yeah, as soon as you uh, perhaps hear hear the, the things Echo 7 is saying and come to realize when you indeed saw them last, it was at the Forever Reliquary. Suddenly you feel a lot lighter and you look around and your family is gone. The villa is disappearing rapidly and you all come out of the fog of these dreams with a very real tangible ground beneath you but yeah each each step generating the telltale kind of crunch and the the sink of sand this sand that has a, a silvery coloration the same as the encompassing fog around you um it's disorienting for a moment as you perhaps all are quiet getting your bearings and in the distance you can hear what sounds like far off clicking noises though every time you turn to face one it seems to be coming from another direction in this fog odors uh, of many different origins seem to assail you rack your senses as one moment it smells of, of cinnamon the next the, the salty smell of the sea and your stomach churns as you're unable to get kind of any bearing on on what or where you all are at. Welcome to book five, everyone. Uh, why don't we start things off officially here and see if you can figure stuff out with a mysticism check. See where you are or what exactly is happening. Oh, Brock. <clears throat> uh, hopefully Trust can save us all with his sweet knowledge. Hey, 27. Tell this us is, about your sweet knowledge, stress. <laughs> this is, I mean, all of you can tell you're you're not in a physical place, but trust you're the only one. So DC 27, uh, you can tell this is, this is a realm made of psychic energy, and you're pretty sure what you've tapped into, what you're remembering Tuva said about it is this acts as the the Susculan swarm subcolonies kind of sleeping attachment to the the greater swarm hive mind and in, in the rest of the universe and you're seeing a fog here just in, encompassing everything because you just kind of lack an understanding about the sands and this place in general like how it operates like the mechanics of a, a purely psychic realm oh so sorry does the so the 27 mm-hmm. illuminates that I don't know how things work. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> you now know what you do not know. Oh boy. You have a full encompassing grasp <laughs> of how in the woods you are with this whole <laughs> fog and sand thing. No, it, this is... We're totally boned, guys. <laughs> imagine the swarm hive mind what would their psychic field look like, you know? And apparently it is a uh, a colorless and, and emotionless, endless desert. Yeah, a desert that uh, just like the deserts that they leave behind on the worlds where they suck all the resources from them. It's like, does they, they eat up all the good carbon and all the good other stuff and they leave nothing but silicates. 
but as you you can explain this as best you can to your your teammates here but as you do the fog at least in your minds about what has happened and and what you've been doing since you've come to this place seems to to lift you know like sweeping out cobwebs from the the attic um but it, it feels like you've just woken up from a very long dream and now you're in this other dream this one that feels much more more real to you um and yeah as you guys are are getting your bearings echo seven you hear that same voice again that propelled you to find your friends just a whisper in the back of your mind that says look out look out and i need everyone to uh, make an initiative roll no <laughs> yeah as you uh, uh trust and now zinnia as you're preening your wings can feel a disturbance in the silver sand beneath your feet as it rumbles with a case of subterranean vibrations of something beneath you. I just want to say, Echo rolled a one and still beat me. <laughs> I was I was so mad I flipped off the camera, but I feel better now. I just have to say that I had uh undercut my bonus to initiative by one because I did not up it when my operative, uh, what is it called? The uh, Operative's edge? Or? Yeah, operative's <laughs> edge uh, when it in- increased to three, I did not up that on initiative. Yeah, so it didn't change anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> as you guys are, are preparing here for combat, a couple of creatures pop up from the sands below and they look kind of familiar, but seem to be made out of the, the shifting sands of this place. They kind of have like a wispy element to them, like parts of them can be blown away. Um, I'm going to show you all this creature at the same time. I'm just going to pop the art right next to your characters. And for fun, um, I'm going to give an additional reroll for this episode uh, to whoever can name this warm creature you fought before first. It's a little different art, but it's kind of similar. Ready, guys? Sure. Who can name this uh, swarm creature? Go. Bloop. V- yeah. That's good, Jared. I don't think anyone's got it. Yeah, Morphoma. So. <laughs> no. That's what Morphoma, I said. They wing. Oh, they're wing. Oh, the 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 mind mind gooper. The oh, give so me close. The mind. Mind, mind Reaper. Mind Reaper. Oh, Jibber got that for. Yeah. I yeah, said good that job, like, before Jibber. anyone else did. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Rewind that. All right, all right. So, Miles, Miles, good mm-hmm. roll. If we only could rewind here. <laughs> I didn't hear you say it loud enough. It's it's recorded, and, and I can guarantee you listeners will buy it. Uh, well, you already have from the holiday. Oh, that's true. I, I do have an extra roll. A from book last re-roll week. you can use whenever. This one is did, just for this two, episode. Did, didn't you get two re-rolls as part of it? Yes. Nope, just, well, just, just I got I got one extra roll. Yeah, but Jabert, you're getting one this combat as uh, a couple of these things. I will have my lawyers pop out, look into it. <laughs> That's oh, what no. Jabert said in the, in the Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I won the, the rhyming Everybody's competition. You got enough. nothing. Uh, you're Cosmic Crit's best rapper 2020. Does that yeah. title mean nothing to you? Also, word also up. drew. Also, Drew, you just spent four unique character interactions saying the same sentence over and over again. So yeah. No point. So, yeah. <laughs> it works. It works so well. I, though, I'm not going to lie. It took yeah, me four it? people to did realize it? that the forever was forever reliquary. Yes. Some uh, weird thank you. Code you were trying to say. Prong. Yeah, 
that did not that did not come across uh, for me. It until... took me until Drew said something in Discord to figure out what he was doing. <laughs> okay, guys, uh, yeah, let's get I, into combat here. Wait, 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 wait. I, oh, I want to no. say, I want to say, oh, no. I didn't understand it until this exact moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, when did you figure it out? We'll figure it out. <laughs> listeners figured it out the first time I said it because our listeners Ta- are smarter than our players. Well, Tyler can know it, but Devasho's in his dream villa. Why would he give? Ten poops, yeah. zero poops given, Drew. All right, guys, calm down. Let's get into this combat because Zinni is first and has embarrassed everyone with his initiative <laughs> roll of uh, twenty-seven. So twenty-eight. Uh, twenty-eight, yeah, because you uh, mess up your macro. <laughs> uh, what would you like to do first? One of these things popped up right next to you. Yeah, she is going to swiftly fly backwards and up into the air. Uh, I realize that that will uh, provoke an attack of opportunity. That's fine with me. You foolish fool. Let's get this creature that you're not exactly. Maybe it's. Oh, wait, it's flat footed because it hasn't acted, right? It unfortunately has acted in a surprise round that didn't key any of you into. So, oh, you know, it's getting that crazy long arm spike coming at you first. Uh, you're not flat-footed, though, so what is your KAC? Uh, it is 29. Ooh, uh, that is a hit. 15 on the dice, but barely. <laughs> um, that, uh, that is um, high armor class. Oh, wait. Mobility gives me a plus four to my AC, so. Oh, right? with with moving, right? Yeah. From So 33. From, uh, Oh, that is a, a miss. A 15 on the dice yes. miss. Oh, no. I've been, I've been Save of the day. All right. What is your standard action? What would you like to do? All right. She is going to take a shot at this one that she just moved away from uh, with her uh, sonic pistol. So you can draw that weapon as you move and a single attack uh, against this one. Go right ahead. And trick attack too, right? Uh, nope. Nope. You didn't have the weapon out, so... Just a regular attack. Oh, okay. Eh, that's fine. All right, 15 to attack. If it makes you feel better, that's a miss. Regardless, against EAC, as this thing just bounces off the sand right next to it. Uh, way down there on the initiative turn order, but still pretty high. 15, Trest, you are up next. Um, uh, I'm going to step forward and... Chop this thing's arm off. The sand okay. arm. This this one that uh, Zinni has just flown away from. Yeah. Uh, there's there's two of these Mind Reapers, and they're about 20 feet apart, kind of pinching your party. Mm. The uh, old party pincher move. I know. I know that one well. <laughs> All right. Single attack. Yep. 33 to hit. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's a hit. 34 points of damage. Oh, my gosh. It's nearly what? max. It's so. Oh, you rolled a 19 on the dice. Yeah. Super hit. We've not had a super hit like this in some time. Okay. 34. <sighs> Udaki. Um, let's just pray for some DR. Nope. Nope. You're carving this thing up as a uh, hooray. <laughs> Takes a lot of damage there. Dang. Um, awesome. Great start. Sprouts Marlowe, you are next with a 12. All right. So with, I think I'm going to take a shot at the the one that, that Trest is mm-hmm. going up against. Yeah, it's already, it's already taking a little bit of a licking here. 
Well, let's, let's hope it takes a little bit more. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. So same thing, though. You'll have to pull out a, a weapon. So uh, no, I will not, because the elf fan is always drawn. Right. I'll allow it this time. There's nowhere. There's nowhere to hide a gun on your body. <laughs> so CR 15. Uh, so he's flat footed. That's a 19 on the dice. That's a hit. All right. So minimum damage, but still doing 28 points. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, minimum on a couple of those dice, but you've moved on to 5d8 for the trick. So Jeez. 28 points. Now, I was going to say the on roll 20, like the red coloration is a little misleading. Once yeah, I, I was like, like oh, I did nothing here. Or whatever. Maybe your audience one? doesn't know but yeah in roll 20 uh a minimum roll on a, on a dice is colored red and a, a maximum right. roll is colored green right so if you have uh, lots it's always of nice dice, to see those green <laughs> right so, so if you have lots of dice and one of them comes up as your minimum as a minimum damage the whole thing is colored red so it sort of looks like ah minimum damage until you like actually hover over the number and realize <laughs> oh i rolled like three eights and the opposite one. is also true <laughs> like if you have one that is the max then it looks yeah. like you made max damage but you didn't actually true, true. Yes. Yes. and that's the most my, frustrating thing yeah, yeah my yeah, favorite yeah. my favorite is roll 20 honors are purple coloring because if you roll minimum mm-hmm. and maximum then it shows you get up that purple yeah. you get that cool purple you get the extra special purple one yeah. <sighs> okay so after a couple of hits on this one uh it's bloody you see uh the wounds on it seem to be gushing sand and, uh, uh, and, and am, I, am I safe in assuming this is flat-footed now? Uh, if that's what Sprouts Marlow wants, that's what Sprout Marlow gets. What do you think about that? Uh, yes, he is flat-footed. Oh, heck yeah. Totally. All right. Uh, good, because uh, it is its turn. Um, this one that you guys have been hitting is going to move with a guarded step forward. So it is within range of everyone except Zinni, who's up in the air. And... Strike at someone randomly. Devasho, uh, the big target here, obviously, who is now flanked by the other Mind Reaper. Flanked and flat-footed. Flat-footed as well. Uh, single attack, arm blade. Paltry. Still got to roll high, but I've done it. 15 on the dice. Your KAC is what? My flat-footed KAC would be 29. All right, I've actually hit. Let's get some damage going. Minimum damage. Uh, only 10 points of piercing damage. Okay. Um, and this guy is actually going to move backwards, maybe. He's going to hit everybody but his friend and trust. Uh, we've got some. We've got some magic uh, to do. Oh, boy. Zinnia's Just for well. you, we've got miracle plays to play. All right, what was that, Rebecca? Zinnia as well. Is she in range? Yeah, I think. Okay. Actually, how, how far up would you say you are? Uh, she's, I, I think I was thinking 15 feet. You moved about to do, do, do 15 down. So, yeah, that, that's fine. Um, I think that might actually put you just out of uh, a 30 foot cone. So we're talking Defasho, um, Sprouts, Marlow, and Echo seven. They will. Don't say will. Don't say will. Don't say. please make me a will save. I'm looking for a pretty, pretty hardy one. This is DC 20. 
Yeah. Oh, Sprite Marlow. Sprite Marlow is good. Oh, Echo 7, not good. And Tyler rocking a nat 20. Tyler. Sorry, Drew. Look at you. Uh, this is, this is my big boy. This is my one episode for 2020. Yeah, good for you, Tyler. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this, is, uh, this is an ability we've seen them use before. Uh, slow, the, the magical ability, slow. Uh, Drew, on your turn, uh, you are staggered. Um, and that is going to be their turn. Echo 7, we're on to you. Well, you've got one right on top of you with the melee range, and the other one, a good ranged weapons distance away at about 25 feet. Yeah, I think I'm going to punch the one right next to me for its insolence with my hammer fist. Oh, man. This one's already been very wounded. Let's say 23 to hit. Uh, Yep, that is a hit. 19 points of damage. Yes, ouch. That is a maximized damage. And we're on to Devasha at the bottom of the turn order. Okay. I'm going to form my shield. And this is, I really wish that one hadn't backed up all the way, but that's okay. Let's go Graviton and punch the bonkers out of this one. This guy's just getting pummeled. Yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty darn hurt already. You can see um, what looks like just his entire body kind of falling apart. The idea of him, of a, a Mind Reaper, kind of getting harder and harder to distinguish with the shifting sands here. Yeah, I think that'll work. Make that attack roll. Ooh. 29 is probably going to hit you, and 28 is probably going to hurt you. That's too much. That's too much. Uh, Yeah, it only had about 20 hit points left, so uh, you see this thing just kind of breaking down, and its body parts flung uh, (laughs) all around you guys as it kind of psychically screams. Um, And in its demise, it lets out a brief explosion of psychic shards to everyone except Zinnia here. Everyone within 10 feet of this thing. Uh, make me a, another will save. Everyone. No. Except Zinnia. Devasha, why have you done this? <laughs> oh, boy, me. <laughs> little you killed easier. me, Devasha. little You're easier. The... DC, DC 18. Oh. oh. There it is. Oh, yeah, no. we're back. Yeah, what about you? You killed us all. <laughs> the bus has come around. It <laughs> uh, looks like Tress is the only one safe here. Uh, everyone except uh, Zinni and Tress are now staggered uh, for a round. One round. Uh, and <laughs> Echo 7, you're so slowed for like ever. <laughs> uh, great. As we turn into turn two, Zinnia, you've got your weapon out, you've got your full turn, and somehow got away from being slowed and or staggered by flying into the air. <laughs> what would you like to do? I'm wondering now that I've seen, you know, this thing die, do I, does it jog a memory for me? Do I know what this thing is? Um, yeah, maybe you have some kind of psychic connection to it. Make me a... Uh, this, this isn't still a, a monstrous humanoid. So uh, life science, or if you want to you know, 
do your your crazy take 20 thing you can or what would you like to do you want to roll it could do that let's see i'm i'm how far away am okay yeah i i will take 20 on life science to identify this thing all right, you know it is a representation of a Mind Reaper, and this is indeed called a Mindscape Swarm Mind Reaper. Uh, and it is in this place a, a psychic manifestation of a Mind Reaper, which maybe is a little, little stronger because it has some additional capabilities, but very similar magical uh, spell-like abilities uh, with this creature as well as um, a few extra uh, special abilities. Um, with a 20, I can give you all of them, basically. Um, this explosion, it's its done as when it, it dies or disappears, you know, when it's slain, it's called Formless Demise, and yeah, everything is blasted with that psychic energy. It has a supernatural dependency called Mindscape Dependency, where it can indeed only exist within this Mindscape and cannot exist outside of it. Um to, to uh, Mindscape, similar Akram. It is a creature that remains that original form of the Mind Reaper, uh, but it also counts as an outsider with the native subtype for spells. And it has, they're a little different from other swarm you have fought, and just detecting this one for a short while. This seems to be semi mindless. Uh, it gets a bonus to saves against mind affecting, um, as well as. If it was to be confused uh, and it rolls act normally, it must re-roll and take the second result. So they're easily more easily confused, but have a, a bonus against mind affecting spells. Can I know it's uh, HP? Uh, yeah, why not? It's 105 HP. 105. All right. Apparently, that's you can take that down in a single turn. All right. Um. She is going, knowing all of this, she is going to uh, take an, a shot at this one oh. that I believe is uh, within range of my sonic pistol. What's your sonic pistol's range? 40. You got it. All right. Uh, I do want to take 10 on that trick attack, by the way. So that would be, I don't know what that would be. I have to figure out what that would be. 10 plus 19 <laughs> would be 29. Minus 20 would be... Nine is CR nine or lower? Uh, that'll be enough. Um, but the attack is only a twenty-three. Does that hit? Uh, yeah. Does does using your take twenty uh, life science ability not take any action? That is just just whenever like whenever you roll times per day. Whenever you roll. Uh, oh oh, you're you're talking about the. Oh, uh, that was a move. That was a move action, move right? Action. To take twenty. Yeah. Right. Okay. So ignore the trick attack. Uh, attack was a twenty-three. Uh, that is a hit against EAC. How much damage? Five damage. Okay. Who's One that? hundo left. If we're counting at home, folks, uh, Tress, mm -hmm. we're on to you. Good Syrah. You're now a little bit away from this other one. All right. So it's 30 feet. So I'm moving up to it. And I'm making a big old solar attack. 24 to hit. Oh, it's a hit. For 29 points of damage. Ooh, a little bit more. Okay. Uh, 34 if you count at home. Uh, Sprouts Marlow. Right. So I'm staggered. 
Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, Tress, you got staggered too. Get that out of here. Uh, no, I didn't. Didn't you? No. Because I passed my he, will save. He's, oh, he's you're the only one, one that didn't. Hey. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm sorry. Miles, you echo into my shower. Uh, so a single move or standard action. <clears throat> you're, you're slow, Miles. Right? Oh, no, that's echo seven. Single move or standard? Single move or standard. Yeah, just one action, well, basically. You know what? Let's go ahead and try out my new special ability. Uh, as a standard action, oh, I can boy. spend one RP to force a creature within 30 feet of me to attempt a will save. Uh, <laughs> Cosmic truth. Yeah, and if it fails, it is confused for 1d4 rounds. So the DC is 10 plus half of my ranks in bluff, in bluff plus my wisdom bonus. Uh, so I have plus, uh, well, my plus 19 in bluff. Yeah, imagine plus or oh, uh, my actual ranks. ranks is nine in uh, bluff. What's your wisdom bonus? Uh, three. Let's see if this is even possible because it does need to be able to understand language. Uh, well, well, what language are you using here? Uh, I, uh, I guess I could tell you this thing does know Sheeran. You can speak Sheeran, right? Yes, I can. All right, cool. Uh, all right, so your wisdom bonus is, is what? Uh, three. So it's a 22. Mm, no. 10 plus. Oh, wait. 10, is it 10 plus half my? 10 plus half. half, half yeah. So, half. so uh, four. 17. Plus seven. Yeah. So it might not be too hard for you, actually. Wait, what's your wisdom in total? Uh, wisdom in total is 16. Oh, it was higher than that. Uh, okay. Yes. It needs to, uh, basically, because of its plus four to will saves, it needs to roll a one here, which is very possible. But I hope not. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that a hit? Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, it's got a, it's got a, a wicked wisdom. Uh, and it has made that save, unfortunately. Uh, but oh boy, it's, it, it's, it uh, doesn't do well when being confused. It rarely acts normally. So good try. Uh, back I just to, want to do something different. <laughs> back to its turn. And okay, let's uh, guarded step back. And it's going to cast everyone's favorite spell on itself. Uh, as you see, multiple versions of this creature pop up. Plop, 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 plop. And uh, look like they're all occupying the same space as you can probably guess magic. I need to roll a D4. What magic it's casting. Okay. And that's its entire turn as we go to Echo 7, who is slowed and staggered. <laughs> Some slowed and staggered. What can I do? <laughs> I'll move her standard. I'm going to shoot this fool in the corner. All right. Yeah. That's. Uh, what you what you got here? What the cards have have dealt you here? I'm gonna take a shot with the gelded hell hail cannon. It's mm. a twenty nine to hit. Ooh, that is a hit. What's the damage? Twelve points of damage. Oh, near minimum damage. That's a shame. Um, but yeah, the the idea of this thing is taking a wow, wallop to its. It's humoid body as it's been hit a few times now. Uh, Devasho, we are back to you and you are staggered for this round. Just love being at the bottom of the turn order so I can get to your turn order so you can move and end your turn. <laughs> you can take an attack of opportunity, though. 
I'm moving right past you. <gasps> oh, let's get it going. Arm strike. Arm blade strike. It was almost a 20. Uh, I've rolled a four on the dice, though, so that is a miss. Taking up its attack. Um, turn three, Zinnia. We're back to you. All right. Zinnia is going to take a shot at it with her sonic pistol. Um, do I need to move up and say where I am, right? It's up to you. All right. So CR 19 or lower on that trick attack and a 27 to hit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you going to be using the take 10 or do you want to <laughs> roll these? <laughs> you definitely need to announce does it, it make before a difference? you roll. Yes. Does it make a difference yes. for this for this role? Not for this specific role, but <laughs> no. because last time you were like, oh, role I'll just was use like, the take 10. Like, you need to tell them beforehand. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'll let it well, ride. I, just I, mean, I don't think it matters for this one. For you and Sprouts, if if we uh, want to do one way or the other, I'd say like set that as your default mode. But regardless, this thing is tricked and hit. Finally, yeah. by Azinia. What are we talking damage wise? For a total of twenty five damage. Okay. Okay. Ooh. And I am also going to. Is it flat footed right now? No. Uh, don't believe so. Um. I can make it flat-footed or I can make it bleed. I will make it flat-footed. Alrighty. Easy enough. Trist, we are, we are back to you. Yay. Um, I'm stepping oh, no. in. Oh, no. Now f- with a flanking buddy in the show. Flanking flat-footed solar sword. <laughs> what do you need to roll? One here to miss? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Probably lower than that. Um, but at least a 32 would hit. So, uh, oh boy, 30 points of damage. Oh boy, so close. This thing's nearly dead, but not man. No, never mind. What was like, I was like, I. I mean, I kind of want to re roll this attack. Re roll, re roll. You can roll a 20 here because. My chance of rolling a 20 is almost as good as my chance of rolling a natural one. I mean, Guys. I'm fine with it. I think you should. I think you have I an extra. want to use it. We're going we're gonna to take the, the new D20 roll. We're going to keep this damage. If you roll a crit, though, we're going to okay. add damage on it. Well, I'll spoil a warning for you. You crit. This thing is dead. <laughs> okay. I mean, just for the record, it only has like five health points left, but... Okay, so the second one I think is also a hit. <laughs> Zenia or Rebecca, I should say, your math is so close. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, it is a hit, and oh, it's still close to dead, but not dead yet. Yeah. Uh, Sprouts, Marlo, no longer staggered. Are you taking this one home, putting it in the the detective's cap? Yes. Before it can Get make its third turn attack. Sprouts, Marlo. I, I hope so. <laughs> Um, Let's go. Now you have been rolling your your trick attacks. Is that something you want to continue? Yeah. Doing? All right. You. I guess, I'll try, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll refrain from trying any more little sneaky sneaky moves. <laughs> well, maybe a dumber opponent might be con- easier confused. But you know these guys, these guys take mines for a living. Ugh. So CR eleven or lower. Um, yep. So he's already flat-footed, correct? Yes. 
so I can make him. Well, I, I, honestly, I rolled a 17 on the dice, so that probably doesn't help that much. <laughs> what is your range? My reach? Your The range for your pistol. I think it's only 20. Uh, that is a just a miss because you're outside that first range increment. God, most of that'd be so much damage. <laughs> yeah, but don't worry, oh, it gets. I forgot about the it range. Gets its uh, third turn attack. Oh, I need. I need a new gun. Oh, and I also forgot all about its mirror images for multiple attacks. Here. Oh no! Right. Uh, I'll roll them secretly and tell you tell you how you guys are actually doing. Gets this thing. Well, now maybe it has four hit points left, or maybe it has a ton more. Oh, you guys don't know anymore if you're hitting its oh, no. real thing or or hitting it. But it's its turn. Can we can we at least tell like roughly how many images there are? Oh, there are no more images left. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoever invented mirror image as a spell. Just kidding. Uh, the, Thurston! I, I will say uh, it's the opposite of that. I've rolled a one and a two on 2d6, which means uh, both those were hits. And it has two images left, which means it's going to get cocky. It's going to move out of range. And Devasho and, and Tress, you can make attacks of opportunity. Uh, but I'm not going to forget about the mirrors this time when I I'm secretly even, I'm roll not even, them. I'm not even going to bother. Tress has got this. All right, let me roll the secret uh, D six thirty on the on the oh, attack. Yeah, this thing is murdered if if I don't roll well. I'll, I'll roll this one publicly because still got them up. So you 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 want to see a one or a two on this D six? Oh no! Oh no! Five won't do you, Devasha. Are you sure you don't want to go for it? Oh goodness! All right. You want to see a one or two on this D four? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> yeah. So it definitely, I definitely flubbed those first two mirror rolls. Uh, that is enough to kill this thing. Uh, where when it moves here, and technically, you guys are both within range of its its psychic blast. It's uh, its demise ability. But we're at the end of combat, so staggered or not, you shake off the. Oh no, we'll save for. Retress is so good. Okay. <laughs> do I dare make you do one Devasho here? DC uh, 18. Oh my gosh. I have to roll, I have to roll a 12, which I'm not very good at. Hey. I, rolled, I rolled a 16. Hey. You, you shake off the psychic scream and you guys can collect yourselves uh, as you recoil from this, this combat. Your muscle memories returning to your bodies, perhaps after lingering and, and uh, wasting away here in the, the wastes of this psychic mind. But yeah, you're soldiering just coming back to you in spades as you watch the body parts of the the mind reapers blowing away with the rest of the sand dunes here, leaving nothing behind. But a bit of them seems to, to linger, um, perhaps a, a, a wispy essence as you draw close to it. Um, echo and Sprouts, uh, this one here to the south, and, and Trest, Devasha, this one uh, on the north side of the sand dune here. Uh, you you kind of envelop them as a, you, the the essence is drawn into your your bodies, and you've collected shivers or perhaps fragments of the idea of these these mind reapers. And it is not completely unlike. Dark Souls, where you, you've you've killed something and collecting 
bit of its soul essence. So if you die, just mark where you died on the map so you can go back and collect all those souls. Yes, They'll course. do. Can I convert it into UPPs? <laughs> Spoiler warning. Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just start murdering everything you see around you. Step, 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 step. Every step, I'm just like stabbing the sand as I go. <laughs> Send more mind reverse. <laughs> That's hard. Um, yeah, and um, the the whispering that before only Echo could hear as as you all. You know, you can take a 10 minute rest if you need to burn an RP here. But as soon as you do, you you all hear it now kind of distinctly coming from the the edge of one direction of this foggy desert. Although you can only make out a few words. It seems like just mere concepts or an idea being spread into your mind. Trust you get the idea of of freedom, of being free and Devasho, definitely happiness Zinnia, you hear understanding and things like that. Um, so on and so forth. Uh, Echo, this voice has not led you astray in your time here so far in the mindscape. Do you think you want to follow along in that direction? Yes. Um, yeah. And whether it's weeks to you as you guys begin marching along, trying to make sense of, of what is happening and where you are, uh, or a good healthy two hours through the fog, it finally begins to dissipate and you all see uh, a welcoming, a familiar sight in the distance. Trest, you see uh, an old bunker at Fort Jubilee during your pre-war time with the 5th Battalion. Devasha, you see that summer home on the banks of the Dethamar on Susquehann. And Zinnia, your your old dorm room back at Zesh University where you'd burn the midnight oil. Uh, Sprouts, of course, the HUD bar on Absalom Station, one of your local haunts near your office. And XO7, your small shack in the sorghum fields of Susquehann. Uh, places that seem to, to calm you just looking upon them uh, as you guys can move forward and start marching towards uh, this this area through the fog. What will we do here? Of all the places we have gone, I dislike this place the most. I do not like seeing these images and not understanding their realness. But this one, it seems as real as it ever was back on Susquehann to you, of course, Devasho. This is this is drawing you in. It's 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 home. It is, then, it is a warm bed, a fireplace, all the good things. How could this be? And I, uh, trust for one, uh, walks forward. Oh, oh, don't worry. All of you in time might be drawn forward here as we need another set of saving throws. This is, this is indeed a mind-affecting effect. And Raxalites get a little bonus here to this. This is not luxury, though, unfortunately. Rebecca. Boy. Just cannot. Yeah. 28 for Sprouts. Good times. Also a 28 for Trest. I squeaked into an 18. Oh, no. Sprouts, come get on my shoulders. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Sprouts will get on my shoulders. No, no, no. No. Uh, good 
good rolls here. And I think both, yeah, Trest and Sprouts, you see this this welcoming place in the distance, but you just kind of snap out of it. And then as soon as you look back, you're just staring at empty desert uh, through the fog. But your friends here seem to be moving forward with some aplomb, saying, like, come on, let's go. Things like that. Um, as the three of you that have rolled sub 20 on your dice roll, the idea of this safe place seems to just put your soul at ease. You can relax a little bit uh, for the first time in maybe months of your, your journey here during the, the war with the swarm. Um, relax so much, you, you can let your guard down and uh, take a point of wisdom drain and one point of intelligence, uh, or not drain, uh, one point of wisdom damage and a point of intelligence damage. And just for good measure, one point of charisma damage too. I'm sorry. What was that last one? Uh, all three, uh, the, the triumvirate of, of intellect, wisdom, charisma. <laughs> I hate this book. Yeah, that's not good for Zinnia. But yeah, Sprouts and Tress, you see your teammates just staring blankly in the distance. Their, their mouths slightly agog, uh, smiling. Um, why don't uh, the two of you make me either a perception or a mysticism check? So, just Sprouts and Tress. Oh. You've shaved. Oh, what you get, uh, Sprouts? Uh, 28. On perception. And... I'll roll some oh, goodness gracious. A 35 is what I've rolled. Another 19 on the dice for you tonight. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, you've knocked this one out of the park. DC 28. You are pretty sure that your, your allies here are under the effect of uh, the fascinated condition. Um, by whatever it is that they are seeing out in the the sands here. So um, the good news is uh, that you can shake them out of it this turn with a standard action. Uh, the the bad news is that that will break the fascination, but perhaps just for a moment. Uh oh. Um. Well, I will. Attempt to do just that on. Let's see. It was. Well, I should say uh, with that role, you also can try and aid them in a save if you prefer to do that by laying a hand on them. But that could potentially harm you uh, in in whatever is happening to them. That would make you susceptible to the same the same fate that they have. I will indeed. Accept that risk. Okay. And you can explain this to to Sprouts as well. Yeah. Um, I I, I will indeed do that. Um, I will lay a hand on Devasho. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Sprouts, uh, you you get a a very brief primer on this kind of fascination magic. Uh, Do you want to try and help out? One of your your other two allies here, uh, Echo Seven, who you're writing. Yeah, on. I mean, I'm I'm on top of Echo, so I mean, that's probably the 
the easiest route for sprouts. Well, the other the other option is uh, standard action. You can just jostle him awake, kind of slap him out of it. Promise. What? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to choose that one. Okay, so we'll, we'll see what the effects of these are here. I'm sorry, Xenia. Uh, so first off, I mean, after just like jumping up and down, the tiny form of Sprouts is enough to apparently shake the <laughs> the walking tank that is Echo Seven out of out of this slumber, and you go from the the waves of of grain and the the fields of Susquehan um, that you're you're like stepping through as as you get sh- shaken awake, uh, right back into this desert echo. Um, but uh, you still see, like, at the corner of your eye, you're, you're aware that your hut is within walking distance. Um, all three of you uh, make me another will save, including Echo 7. What three of you? Uh, Zinnia and Devasho. Okay. Sorry, not just the three still under the effects. Okay. So, uh, good news here for Echo 7. Uh, you know that salvation, safety of your, your home for a few years uh, is just on the other side of this, um, like, next sand dune. Uh, but you are able to close your eyes and kind of shake it off um, uh, for a moment here, but uh, you've not you've not completely locked it out of your mind. And unfortunately, uh, Zinnia and Devasho, fifteen and sixteen on the dice, you guys have both failed. So there's good news and bad news. As uh, Trest, you are you've got a shoulder on Devasho's or hand on his shoulder. Uh, you get like a sense of what he's feeling and you are taking a point of intelligence, wisdom, and charisma damage as well. Uh, Devasho, you are taking one more point of both and Xenia, unfortunately, are you're taking two points of intelligence, wisdom, and charisma damage. Two. Bring your total of three. Uh, and we're going to uh, do this again, basically. Um, what would you like to do? You want to do the same thing, uh, Trest? Keep a keep a hand on Devasho? Um, I mean, uh, I think I'd probably roll it again. And so uh, this time I'm going to switch over to Zinnia. Uh, didn't have any luck on Devasho. I'm going to try to help Zinnia with this. Sprouts Marlowe, do you want to uh, try and and uh, completely knock Echo 7 out of this? Yes. You can place a hand on his shoulder. Devasho, you're on your own this turn. Good, sir. Uh, now with a negative one to the will save roll, let's make another round for Devasho, Echo 7, and Zinnia. Rebecca, oh, two on the dice. Uh, Drew, Echo Seven. After closing your eyes for a bit, you are pretty sure you have cured yourself. And yes. as you open them up again, yeah, it is the the desert is all you see here. Oh, but Tavasho, no. I've got a. I think I. 
think I got to re-roll this, man. I can't keep taking. I mean, so Rebecca's in the same boat. This is our this this is our key ability score. So mm. our resolve is plummeting. Yeah. I mean, um, I, mean I, I I'm thinking of re-rolling too. What what are the rules of this? Like if I reach zero on one of these, I die. You're is unconscious. That how it works? Yeah. No, but maybe something else odd happens here in this desert. You don't know how it works. Because uh, normally you I, I, hit zero, you're unconscious until yeah, healed. It, if I take a minus two, I'm gonna be at six six twelve. Devancho is literally walking through the driveway up to this this summer house and you've almost got your your hand on like the front door uh and zinnia or you're walking through the halls of zest university or you're right outside your dorm room um to tyler you're taking two points to each of these abilities and um uh zinnia taken one tress taken one as well to all of them now um on this next turn, you've got both Sprouts and Echo 7 cleared of this. If you guys want to double or triple up on someone, you can um, to give them an additional bonus. Uh, I mean, we're both next to Devasha. Should we probably... Hey, why don't you two help out on Devasha? I'll keep on Zonia. Okie dokie. All right, let's roll it again. Ooh, fourth go around. All right. All right. Oh, wait, that was sorry. We, we just need one from Tavasho next. No. Oh, no. Natural one. Natural one on Tyler. But Rebecca has saved. Zinnia saved. I'm guessing that is probably. Oh, no. You've got two people aiding here. So I should say there's only Tyler. I'm sorry. Welcome back. There's two points coming at you, but both um, Echo and Sprouts can take this damage for you if need be. Oh, but is that what they did? I didn't. I mean, they I are, never heard what they did. They just said they were helping. I didn't know if that oh, was the they're both, action deal. So they take it. They're both aiding you. Uh, I mean, there's only two points to go around, so I would say you can share it uh, whatever way you guys would like. I mean. But yeah, it, that natural it, one uh, still uh, still uh, under yeah. under the effects. If I guess Echo wants Echo, do you need Int Wiz or Chaw for anything? No, I'm good. Okay, do you want to take one and I'll take one? What's your your lowest of those at right now, Ty? Six. <sighs> Dangerous. All right. Uh, but Zinnia has saved out of this. And if you guys want to group hug for another role, what are we scattermanders now? <laughs> You've got uh, Tyler, is your, your bonus still at plus four now? Your will save? No, it's plus three. Well, you've got uh, plus 11 with everyone helping you out here. <laughs> so it's a dirty 50 50. Okay. Okay, I rolled a 14. Oh, hey, there you go. All right, so that, that is what you like to see. All right, you are I would like to see it, it five turns ago, but it's literally like everyone in the party, uh, a hand on shoulder, like a leg <laughs> trying to pull you back. And suddenly the uh, for the second time, perhaps in in the 
this desert here, this this vacation home is snatched away from you as you're brought back to the desert. I imagine Devastor just kind of falls down. This is, I mean, this is very difficult for me as the player to grasp because Devastor spent the whole AP resting, wrestling against his moat, like the the internal conflict of his moat, and he finally became free of that, and now he can't even discern reality. And not only that, his, the reality of the one thing he really wants, which is his family. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, it's it's a com- wants are a complex thing, you know. Uh, I mean, it it might have taken a lot out of Devasho to um, sort of wrestle free from that, and now all that his heart's uh, desire really wants is to go home, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm he. I mean, he can barely. I mean, also just because of the the complete drain on his mental faculty, he's just having a very difficult time. Well, let's see. So, so how much, uh, how how bad off is everybody in terms of negatives here? I have negative four to those three abilities. To all three, okay. Yeah. And would would you, you? I guess you need intelligence back the most. Yes. Do you think? Okay. All right. So, uh, what Here about Papa Trist healing it up? Exactly. So, what about what about you, Tyler? I do you feel like charisma, or do you want I, wisdom I, back? Or well, I mean, none of it really matters at this point because it, the damage. Like, I mean, charisma would be nice to have back, but it's the damage to it is already done. So, what do you mean? Well, he's talking about healing. Yeah, healing I'm, I'm talking up. about. I've, I've got. I've got. I can three. I can heal three people. So I would I would do it for I would max out because I don't if my charisma gets back to max I don't really gain much out of that. So yeah, so you're taking like a minus two to to wisdom saves right now, is that right? Three. I'm taking a minus three. I'm taking a minus three to six, right? I'm down five. Okay, right. So I would do Xenia first and then whatever you can put into my charisma, great. But Uh, Drew, where are you at right now? I don't know. Okay, right, but you don't rely I'm, on. I'm, it on, I'm pretty on sure he just stuff. took the two. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm trying to figure out if I need to deal with my own things or somebody else's. So I think I'm going to start with Zinnia. Roll yourself a D4. I'm casting Lester. Other <laughs> Lester Resto. Sorry, hang on. Stop. 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 <laughs> Lesser Restoration. Lesser Rezo. Yeah, Lazarezza. Hey, Rebecca's perfect, okay, basically. <laughs> All right, so you gain back uh, three of your intelligence. Tyler, roll me a d4 for your. You want charisma, charisma, or wisdom? Uh, charisma, probably. Okay, yeah, that's basically that your, your RP, it, right? There's yeah, I mean, it, it won't fix my RP, yeah. but um, it'll at least get. All right. Some of, I mean, it also feels part of my Desert. damage. Rolling rocks, three. <laughs> All right. How busted are people feeling right now? How much did you take, Jibbert? Did you take a couple? I took minus two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so same I, as... I'd, I'd do yourself because you, you need wisdom, right? Yeah. I mean, need... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would, need, yeah. need is a strong word. I don't really rely on DCs very much. That, um, no, fair. You know, it's it's... I mean, I, I can get by with minus minus one wisdom. And so um, it does knock me down an RP, 
which is not ideal, but it's fine. I can make it. Um, I got knocked down three. I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go charisma on Devasha one more time. Well, I, I won't gain that back. So I would do. You won't gain. What do you mean? I mean the RP is gone. From what, from my understanding, if my if I have like let's say I have seven out of seven RP and it dropped all the way down to four, yeah. which is what happened. My well, RP will stay drop to four. four. Yeah, yeah. My RP is gonna stay at four. The max can go right, back right, up. Right, right. But the RP is just at four, which is why I'm saying I don't really care if my charisma comes back up right now. Okay. Well, in which case, um, that's a good point. If you guys, if you guys rest and yeah. sleep for a thousand years or whatever, and is my RP is back here. up, my RP is back up to six. So that's right. that's okay. I, okay. Okay. Then, then I'm gonna roll it for myself. Then. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the white. Oh, boy, <laughs> howdy! Didn't do a damn thing. It's a pile <laughs> of garbage that's, that's not worth anything. Sucks. It's just one. Just one bag. Oh, the re-roll would have been so good here. I know. Just a oh. D twenty re-roll. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but you guys are, are unfortunately, as you're resting up, not in your cozy mental places, whether it's your own minds or this desert playing tricks on you, but back here in the desolate, not too hot, not too cold uh, sands here, smelling burnt plastic and or pine needles, grossly mixed, assaulting your senses. And as you're, you're resting up, you hear more words, more concepts in your mind. And if anybody wants to make a mysticism or sense motive check, they actually, Sprouts, you might auto sense motive this with a, yeah, oh, no, with a DC 18, uh, you auto sense motive. Yeah, uh, but all of you rolling over 18 on the mysticism, you're pretty sure this is different from this mental mirage that you just saw. These impressions are coming from uh, a singular voice that you guys can kind of like verify the timber, if not understand what exactly it's saying to you. Um, and yeah, you hear hear a few words or concepts, just follow, safety, shelter. And, and perhaps Sheeran or a language you're very comfortable with. And as you uh, stand up to continue moving on, a fierce gale picks up all around you. These these winds catching the fog with uh, a cyclonic force, and it kind of like draws your your look upwards, where it uh, it and the sands make a, a kaleidoscope above you in a, a cylinder of of color, perhaps thirty foot in diameter. As the sands rise up and sparkle in a, a far off light, this alien vista. Uh, is a a churning maelstrom of color above the dull black starless sky but in the distance through the top of this eye of the storm you see what looks like a shining comet made of of silvery light streaking across the completely empty heavens and all of a sudden Tress you are catapulted back decades to a time when your parents brought you to the top of Clutchstone Ridge in the Hylaxian Temple of Suskelon and that night, as you were readying to leave, you saw the same sight in the sky above the temple. Maybe perhaps just putting it together now, you've you've seen this a few times above Susclan, the forever reliquary, or some representation of it showing up in the starry sky. And as the fog around you kind of disappears and is replaced by these shifting sands, all you see out there in the distance is rolling waves of desert shining in the light of this comet now 
but the vortex centered on you, Devasho, you feel the pull perhaps of your soul itself towards this comet in the sky. As you can tell, this is a divine experience in this place. This is a connection perhaps to Hylax and uh, you indeed feel in that light the, the warm embrace of the goddess itself. And as you guys are contemplating this, perhaps a formless avatar, the humanoid steps through the cyclone's edge. It's sands kind of shifting around and it begins to define the features of, uh, you know, a humanoid creature. And then the features become insectile made of solidified energy and light and intricate details become rapidly added as it stands close to the edge of the cyclone. It seems unaffected by the colorful winds whipping around it. Uh, make me a life science or culture check to figure out what you guys are looking at here. So 33 from Zinnia. For you life said, science. Sorry, can you can you repeat what the... Culture? Culture, culture or life science? Yeesh. Here's some artwork for you of what you're seeing. It would actually be a 36 if we're trying to identify it. Yeah, you're identifying features that don't make sense. You're seeing sheer in biology, but also elements of what looks like a swarm creature. But it seems to be neither at the same time, like singularly. Um, I think you might get bits of the Sheeran, but don't quite understand Tress and everyone else what exactly the other bits are. As this does have a lot of swarm biology representative in its manifestation. This creature kind of speaks to you all psychically and you hear the same kind of calming voice you've heard in this place in your minds as it seems to scan all over you guys. It says something akin to, you know, like greetings. Uh, before it finally locks eyes with you, Trest and your moat and speaks directly to the two of you with full force and full volume. And it says, do we continue? <laughs> All right, we'll play for another hour and a half. <laughs> well, long episode. No, folks. Oh, boy. If you thought this introduction was weird to book five, it's just starting. It's literally got so much more weird to give. Um, and I'm spent. That was a long one. Um, whew, boy. Guys, thanks for playing with me. Thank, Thank you, you, Patrick. You, Patrick. Yeah. Surviving the sands of the swarm mindscape. Or in Devasho's words now with his new intelligence, Badaker! <laughs> <laughs> Snarf, snarf, barf. Snarf, snarf, barf. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough. <laughs> I, killed, I killed the mind reapers, not just the <laughs> adult mind reapers. The, the babies, too. The babies, too. I killed them all. Uh, guys, uh, thanks for playing with me. And Thank listeners, you. thanks for listening. Thank you. Have a great Good week, night. everybody. Bye. Bye. Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. 
All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.